It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. At the risk of over-explaining, I know there's always a first-time audience. First of all, I am Bart Winkler. It's great to be with you here on CBS Sports Radio. You can get the show wherever you're getting it right now. Many affiliates throughout the country, nationwide, throughout North America. The Odyssey app, free to listen, free to download as well. You can also grab us on SiriusXM channel 158. So there's plenty of different avenues to find our program and on demand. You can find it uh, wherever pods are available, but especially the Odyssey app, not just us, but JR and Gelb and Megan Perloff and Rome and Ryder and uh, the whole crew, Amy. You can find us on that Odyssey app. David Shepard's 3 a.m. or 2 a.m., whatever the hell time you're on on Sunday, <laughs> 2 a.m. Eastern, yeah, right? 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday's part, correct. Ooh, wow. Man, I'm usually either sound asleep or drunk ordering pizza at that time. So. Hey, listen, you're drunk ordering pizza. You ever want to call in? We can always make a segment of it. Never, never let me. Okay, deal. If I if I call you someday at those hours and say, Shabs, I want to talk. Remember this conversation. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to your word on that. That sounds good. Yeah. Just yeah. say like, all right, Bart, I'll put you on hold and then <laughs> I'll just lay on hold and fall asleep. Right. Well well I, I would just I would just try to set you up with like a zoom and that would make you just be like, you know what, I don't really have time for this. I'm I'm Oh yeah. yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, gonna yeah. be the key. Can't be doing that. All right, so the Bardo meter is a device that I have built that helps us kind of decide topics, right? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we asked the Bartometer who had the most pressure in the playoffs in the opening round. And I think it put it on Lamar Jackson, I think. Um, last week, we asked who would benefit the most. Or no, we put it on the Bills, the Bills, the team. It was a team one. Last week, we asked, we asked which player or coach would benefit the most from a Super Bowl win. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I think, was the answer. And then the uh, Niners guys, Purdy and uh, Shanahan. And this week, tonight, because there's been a lot of talk on this show about Brock Purdy. It's uh, really, if I could boil it down, it's been, I'm saying that Brock Purdy is an above average to good quarterback. And people are mad that I'm not saying he's a great to elite quarterback. That's how I feel. Uh, That may just be a victim complex that I have, but that is how I feel. So I asked the Bartometer, my machine, all right, who are the top 10 quarterbacks in the league? If uh, if this machine's so smart, why don't you tell me? And it said, number one, Patrick Mahomes, obvious. Number two, Josh Allen. Uh, could be Lamar, but it's number two. Lamar at three. Joe Burrow at four. Dak Prescott at five. Justin Herbert at six. Brock Purdy comes in at seven. C.J. Stroud at eight. Jordan Love at nine. Jalen Hurts at ten. Got some people asking that... Uh, uh, they, they think that I put Jordan Love that high. I, I, I think he's low at nine, personally, but that's just uh, me. Uh, people thinking that Trevor Lawrence should be in there, maybe Jared Goff, and these are all, I mean, everybody's going to have their own different list. I'm just telling you what the machine said that I created to solve discussions like this. Let's get to Jesse, who's in New Mexico. Hey, Jesse. 
Hi, Bart. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I listen to you and also to Shep. Yes. But, uh, I believe you have one segment before the AFC Championship. I don't know if it was on your show or someone else. And that segment discussed about if Lamar Jackson doesn't win the AFC, this is a failed season for him. All right? And... Honestly, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan, but I was not able to chime in or join into that segment a little too late, but I just wanted to put my view on that and see what you think or share. Do you think yeah, do you think it's a failed season? I mean, they didn't yes. get to the yes. Super Bowl. Yes, it's a failed season. To me, even though I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan and uh, diehard Lamar Jackson fan. Uh, on my take, my personal as a as a fan is that Lamar completely changed his game on the game that matters. The whole Ravens team did. That was not the Ravens team I was used to. That I picked the Ravens because that uh, but then I didn't recognize that team I saw Sunday, Jesse. Yeah, but what I'm saying is Lamar completely changed his game. He's not the same on that game when that game matters the most. I mean, before the AFC, what's his record postseason? One and three. And then when they beat the Houston Texans, he was, what, two and four? So after the AFC championship, what's his record now? Two, uh, would that be? Would it's two and four it? now in the playoffs. Yeah, two and four. Two and four. Okay. And like I said, when it when the games matters the most, that's when he failed me. Well, that's my take as a diehard Lamar Jackson. I'm not giving up on him yet, but I thought I'd throw it out there since I was not able to join that segment that night. Well, Thank thanks, you. Jesse. Yeah, thanks for the call. And I think with Lamar, uh, perhaps if he wanted to be higher on this ranking, maybe he would have gone ahead of uh, Josh Allen. I still think like um, you know, if you're, if you're talking top four quarterbacks, I think Burrow, Lamar, Josh Allen are two through four in some order after um, after Patrick Mahomes. But with Lamar, I, it, like right now, yeah, it's a failed season. You want to win the Super Bowl every year. So, yeah, it's a failed season. But the whole story needs to play out, I think, on this. Because if Lamar ends up winning a Super Bowl at some point, then you're going to look back at this, and it's part of the journey. And then you'll realize, oh, you can't win a Super Bowl every year. Yeah, you want to win a Super Bowl every year. Trust me, you can't. And so hopefully Lamar, for his sake and for Ravens fans, wins one someday. And then that kind of uh, takes the sting out of this year. It can be part of the process, part of the journey. An AFC Championship game, it's it's hard to say that getting there means it's a bad season. Uh, I think it was a good season. I don't think they reached the, their ultimate goal. I think we thought they were the best team in the league coming down the stretch and then, and then losing. So I think a lot of story has to be written yet. I don't think this is going to be the final discussion on Lamar right now. He is a two and four quarterback record wise in the playoffs. I don't think that will be the case. I mean, if he wins a Super Bowl, that's, it's like three more wins. So if he wins a Super Bowl next year and let's say they do it from a two or three or six or seven, and that's four wins. And all of a sudden, he's a six and four quarterback. And you've tipped the scales. So I, I still think there's a Super Bowl run in Lamar. And I think when his career 
is over, he will be looked at as a winning quarterback in the playoffs uh, after overcoming some of the challenges. Remember, we used to think about we used to think about that with uh, Peyton Manning that he couldn't win in the playoffs, and then he won a couple of Super Bowls. So we do that a lot with guys. So, so Bart, remember how Giannis Antetokounmpo got behind the podium and made it abundantly clear that this was not a failure when they lost to the Heat. Now, we can call it a 7 or 8 seed, depending on how you want to view the play-in. Well, Giannis was wrong for that. Co- correct. Now, here's the difference. When I look at the Cowboys, that's a failed season because they had the NFC Conference title game absolutely in sight, and they had a golden opportunity to get there and then lose at home to the Packers, who barely got into the playoffs. And by the way, people wrote them off halfway through the season. And they lose to that team, given the fact that the Cowboys are invincible at home. So that's a failed season. The Jaguars, knowing that they made it to a divisional round, for them to acquiesce that division and not even make the playoffs, that's a failed season. The Ravens came up short, but they didn't have a failed season. They got to an AFC title game, but they didn't fail, but they didn't accomplish what they set out to. And I think there's a big distinction, just like Josh Allen. Bart, he didn't have a failed season. But you obviously are playing at home. You finally get the Chiefs at home in the postseason. You come up just short. I don't look at them as a a failure. I don't look at that as a failed season. But there is a distinction between teams that absolutely should have gotten a lot further and completely wet the bed when they were the major favorites to move on and weren't able to get over there. But when you have the Ravens, when you have the Bills, that is absolutely a team that did not live up to expectations, but they didn't fail. And there's a big distinction there. Yeah, I think a lot of times when you ask that question after a season when you don't win the championship, was the season a success? If you didn't win the whole thing, there's going to be plenty of people that say no and they're going to feel no and they, because the championship is what you uh, aim for. And I think that kind of question needs to be more of a like you got to you got to take a wide lens on that. Yeah, but, because you can say every season you don't win is a failed season. Right. I mean Bart, like Lions, look, they squander a 24-7 lead going into the second half. They didn't have a failed season, right? No, but I think a lot of Lions fans would say right now it was not a success. Lions is different cuz they've been so bad for so long. <laughs> okay, okay. So they they're right. different. T- Texans, that's not a failed season. No. In, in fact, I would And say- I don't think the Packers are either. Yeah, and, and 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 not to bring this up, but I mean that that was a heartbreaking loss. The Packers, we all know, outplayed the 49ers in San Francisco. They should have moved on, but it's still a successful season, especially considering the fact that they didn't think they would make the playoffs for the first ten weeks of the year, and everyone thought it was a rebuilding year. Yeah, but I think from the jump, the Ravens did have some Super Bowl aspirations, and it did seem like they were on track to get there. Bart, you and I both know. The conversation about Lamar Jackson. You know how you have that top four in the Bardo meter? Nobody had Lamar in that top four be coming into this season. They had Jalen Hurts. No one had Lamar in the top four. Otherwise, it wouldn't have taken the Ravens that long to pay him. The question with Lamar was, could he even last the entirety of a whole season? And durability. So I, yeah, I maybe that's a win in and of itself. Right. Maybe. 855-212-4CBS. Leonard's in Miami. What's up, Leonard? Hey, all right. Okay, how the bottom meter don't have the quarterback that led the league in passing yardage, top five in every major category of quarterbacking, and not in the top ten? All right, and that's Mr. Tua. I know a lot of people don't like him. He's polarizing. But yeah, Tua not in know, the bottom meter. You are right. No Tua. All right. 
you know, everybody, the narrative this year, he hadn't won any big games during, you know, the season. Last year, he couldn't stay healthy. He stayed healthy this year. Now, now do, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you think C.J. Stroud or Jordan Love against Spag's defense, and he has a week to um, get a defense ready for them, do you think they would have won a play, one playoff game? I don't know about Spags playoffs, win. but I've seen Jordan Love outplay Patrick Mahomes twice. Yeah, but Spags would kill. Would, and you know that Spags uh, led a defense that beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. So you know he would do what he'll do to them. Come on now. Hey, I'll have to, hey Jordan Love against the Chiefs as a 94 rating with 457 yards and four touchdowns, one pick. I'm talking about when it counts. When it counts, because we have two. Of, he went in Baltimore down 21 points in the fourth quarter, six touchdowns, 469 yards in Baltimore. I think Tua played uh, throw against uh, Kansas City when they had uh, Tyreek Hill, 300 yards, and our top receiver was Len Bolden, not even in the league right now. So, you know, he did it with and without receivers. You know, when he first got in the league, he had an antiquated offensive coordinator, Chan Bailey, for the first year, then had the with the uh, the Patriots special having two and three coordinators at one time. And then finally he got with uh, 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 Mike McDaniels and started to take off. In his second year, he leads the league in touchdowns and in the top five category in every major QB category there is. I, he's only going up. He's 38 and 19 as an all-time starter. I mean, with, with a team that was, you know, with the investigation came out trying to take games, his first two years under Brian Flores. They were trying to lose. So yeah. he, he's still a winner. He, he's getting better. He's shown that he can stay healthy this year, and he's not in the top ten, and he led the league, uh, um, period, in um, pretty much top five in all the categories. I think we need to calibrate that bottom meter. Well, that's a great call, Leonard. I appreciate that. Um, I will uh, just kind of work on the – calibrations of it. I, I, I trust that my formula is sound. I did get a message here. This one is from Mark. It says, uh, Hey Bart, love the show. Um, are you going to do the butter tomato every week? As a matter of fact, I am. It also says here, I, this is the email that I got. It says, I think the Bartometer is just a way for you to give out opinions and then not have to face the consequences of the debate to follow Come on, come on, guys. That's going in the spam folder. 855-212-4227. More of that debate coming up, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to The Bart Winkler Show, heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. Still got a week and change until the Super Bowl. All I wanted so bad. So many questions that need to be answered about this matchup, which is a real interesting one because really it's two quarterbacks that how do you bet against either? How do you bet against Patrick Mahomes? Honestly, you don't. Well, you can. You lose. 
how do you bet against Brock Purdy? Guy keeps winning. The Bartometer says he's number seven in terms of all quarterbacks in the NFL. Is he a top 10 quarterback to you? That's what we're talking about among the other choices of the rankings, which I'll go over here again in a second. Let's go to Chicago. Talk to Nas. 855-212-4227. What's up? Hey, man. Nas? Guess Nas is Nas there. Hello? Hey, oh, oh, I waited just long enough. What's up? <laughs> How you doing, Bart? Just a quick question for you. It might be a goofy question for the rest of the audience, but I still want to know the answer for this question. Um, Let's say, hypothetically, San Francisco does win the Super Bowl and Purdy does well uh, during the Super Bowl. Uh, does he automatically guarantee a spot in the Hall of Fame? No. Thank you for your answer. Uh, okay, thanks for the question. No. I, is it, I need more explanation on that? No. Is that where we're at? I mean, I, th- I thought I was like, okay, Brock Purdy's good, and you guys are all like, no, he's great. And I'm like, oh, come on, but whatever. You see what you see, I see what I see. Hall of Fame. No. And the way I feel about Brock Purdy, again, the Bardo meter, we're doing a top 10 quarterback list tonight, has <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I almost, I almost wish I didn't give him that extra second to get there. Uh, the Bartometer top 10 quarterbacks, Mahomes, Allen, Lamar, Burrow, Dak, Herbert, Brock Purdy, Stroud, Love, and Hurts. The thing that I'm having a problem with with Brock Purdy, not to, you know, bang a drum again, but I just, I really want to make this clear before I become known as anti-Brock Purdy guy. He played a certain way in the regular season. I watched him. He was good. He's playing away in the postseason where I don't think he's playing well. Yet, he's winning these games based on some, you know, crazy plays, some real timely passes that do look good, and some scrambles, which shows great pocket awareness. And there's something to be said for that. But the Brock Purdy, like, the Brock Purdy that I saw in the regular season, top 10 quarterback. The Brock Purdy that I'm watching in these playoffs, is not. I think there's a difference. Some of you are just looking at like, well, he wins, so he's just, but it's not the same. The mistakes are constant. They're constant. And so if he plays the way that he plays, the, the way that he played these last two games, if that's how he plays in the Super Bowl and they win, there's not going to be one thing about my mind that changes. But if he plays... Well, if he plays like he did, let's say against Dallas, Jeff, uh, that Sunday night, well, then, then, then I will say there's the Brock Purdy. I'll finally see the Brock Purdy that all of you are pretending to see. But I don't know if you know this it, about me. Yeah. I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna wait and maybe never say this because it's. I have 2010 vision, which means I can see better than the average human. So I see better than all of you. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, screening a call, as you can imagine. Um, Bart, here's, here's my thing. It, the reason why you're being unfair is because everybody with a brain 
knows there is Packer bias here. Like, if we're being real about this, if this was Jordan Love winning two games and you can— I got to stop you right there. It's Bart, not. Bart, if Bart, not. You, you, you're claiming that Brock Purdy is playing a different way compared to what he did in the regular season. You know what? That way has brought them back every single time in the second half, and he has been the difference. Now, it helps to have Christian McCaffrey. I understand that. It helps to have Brandon Ayuk making the plays that he does. I get that. But that's but but there are every single Super Bowl you can look at. How about that catch by Julian Edelman? You think Tom Brady meant to throw that exact ball in that exact space to Edelman against the Rams? Like, you have to be fair-minded about this. And let's just also be transparent about what transpired between Jordan Love and Brock Purdy. Bart, Purdy outplayed Love. You and I both know that. I, I don't agree you with that. I, wait, 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 wait. I don't wait, agree wait, wait. with that. Purdy had, how many turnovers did Purdy have in that game? In that I don't game? I, I don't agree with that. He should have had two. Should have had two, but he, had, but he had none. Jordan Love had two. And Jordan Love threw the game away. And you have said this before. Talk about changing your game. You didn't see that type of throw he made going out of bounds, throwing it all the way across the middle, looking for a miracle. I didn't see that Jordan Love in the regular season. And that cost you the season. And also, Jared Goff... I believe will knock on the door of the Hall of Fame at some point. And Brock Purdy, in game number 25 of his career, went toe-to-toe with him. Like, you just got to be fair here. And you and you know that—well, I shouldn't say you know. I, I think deep down, you understand that calling him an average to decent quarterback is just stoking the flame. And you know that. Shep, throughout the season, I thought he was an average to decent quarterback. And then I watched more of him, and then I said he's a good quarterback. And then now in the playoffs, I don't think he's playing well. He's not throwing the ball well. He is, I mean, I, I, I just I don't get it. I, and I, but I'm saying nice, like, I'm saying nice things about him. This is honestly, and I've had great debates over my career. Where really I've been to the point of frustration. But I can't even be frustrated with this because it doesn't make sense. I'm saying he's good. And 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 you still want more. What do I have to say right now for you to be satisfied with my take on Brock Purdy? Bart, it's not just me. It's most people that realize. But what like, what is it? What do I have to say? You have you have to be you have to be fair when you describe what he has done in two years. He is I almost think yep. that I'm being too like I'm, I'm giving too much to your side. Bart, in year two, in a quarterback's first two years, and it does add a little bit to the luster of what he's doing that he was the last overall pick. But even if you don't want to factor that into the equation, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, is there another quarterback in the last 25 years that has had this kind of success outside of those two names that I just mentioned and has been the reason for that success of his respective team? No, you got to stop saying he's the reason for their success. He's not the reason for their success. How did they? How did they do with the number three overall pick? And then how do they do with Jimmy G? Because they weren't any good. Jimmy G is a good quarterback. I I, I, I understand he's not what? durable. I understand he's not durable. So that's Bart. the problem. That's the, that. No, that, that's the problem. Because when I say good, yep. I think good in a different way Turn than on, you think. Turn good. On. Jimmy G's average. You're saying Jimmy G's an when when he's healthy. You're saying Jimmy G's an average quarterback. No, when he's healthy, Jimmy G sucks. Okay, not, 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 now you're being unreasonable because Jimmy G also brought a 49ers team to a Super Bowl, and he also brought them in another year when he was considered a backup to an NFC title game. Jimmy G does not suck. 
So it's all about it's all about where they bring him to. That's all that's all that you're looking at is where they where they take him Bart, to. I'm you're not, not you're not, not actually to... watching these guys of play. I'm you're just their, of you're just I'm you're just saying play. where they take them to. Uh, of course I'm watching them play, but I also judge how they do based on where they end up when their season is over with. And when Jimmy G gets you to two two you know NFC title games and a Super Bowl, and by the way had a double digit lead against Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter in that Super Bowl, he doesn't suck, Bart. Like you have to be fair about these guys. You're being unfair to Jimmy G right now. I'm not. You got benched for Aiden O'Connell in Week Five. You know what? And that was and that was a mistake because that was a mistake. That was a mistake. And then Aiden O'Connell all played him. Well, I'll I'll, I'll give you that. I don't think Jimmy G has. So been, is Aiden O'Connell good? I I think Jimmy G has aged fast, but when he was locked in with the 49ers in his first stint with Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy wasn't even there, Jimmy G was a serviceable, good quarterback. I, and he's not Brock Purdy. But you no, can't, it's the curse of the Niners. Every time there's a quarterback under center, you guys are just like, oh, they're Steve Young, they're Joe Montana. Like sometimes the Niners, like they got a good team. It's not just them. Okay, when a, when a guy leads the and you you can say what you want to say about QBR. I know you're not a fan of that, but when the guy leads the NFL. In quarterback rating, not 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 even or, or passer rating, not not QBR. When a guy has, and I don't even have the statistics in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he threw like 35 touchdowns this year and 10 interceptions. And I'm pretty sure he uses the wheels as well as anybody when he has to, including Lamar Jackson. That's why he was six yards shy of Lamar in terms of running the football in each respective title game. Bart, he's. Are we above, talking about Purdy? Yeah, Bart, he's he's above good. He is. Like I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying he's elite. I'm not saying he's great, but he is a very good. I don't think this needs to be. I don't think this needs to be this crazy. I, he is not the the he is not the same quarterback that he was in the regular season. These are two different guys. And he's had one turnover in the entire postseason, and he was the star of the second half when they got to the Super Bowl. He had a great second half running the football. He he made some pretty big throws too. And by the way, he, he, he made should, he should have been seven of seven in that final drive versus the Packers, but Kittle dropped that easy throw. And so you talk about a guy playing his best when the lights are brightest and the moments are most crucial. I can't think of a better guy besides Patrick Mahomes in the NFL these days than Brock Purdy in that regard. I would like to sit down with you and watch this Niners Let's do it. Lions game again. Let's do it. Because I don't I I'm honest like I'm not kidding. I don't think you saw the same thing I did. We Bart. I, I watch. I trust you, me. I because I, oh, I know, I right. know your eyes were on the screen. Thank you, thank you. I'm not saying you didn't watch the game. I'm saying you watched the game poorly. I'm saying you watched the game and comprehended it wrong. I, I would, I Bart. I I played football. I played varsity. I was a oh, starter line. Oh, I was a starter linebacker. Oh, I, I never knew that. Trust you, me. Oh, you started and, at and fullback. I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing your football knowledge. I know you know the sport very, very well. You got to trust my judgment when it comes to football, too. I would say the same thing to you, except I didn't play football. And I... But I, but I, but I do trust your judgment, and that's why I am sticking up for Brock Purdy here because you are being unfair because because you are you are. Yeah, you, what's going to happen when he throws two interceptions and they lose by twenty in the Super well, the Bowl? Chief, how well, how chief, are you going to talk well, about that then? You're well, going to say you're going. What excuses are you going to make the next day? Let me tell you something. The 49ers are not going to lose this game because of Brock Purdy. That I will unequivocally say. Okay, I am very fervent about Brock Purdy and his ability to not cost his team the game. Can't say the th- thing about Jordan Love, by the way. But Patrick Mahomes is on a mission. See, that right wasn't now. that wasn't needed. You it wasn't. Need it wasn't, that wasn't needed. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. No, listen. J- Jordan Love. I think he missed. I think he had a perfect passer rating against the Cowboys until they actually put it back in because the second string couldn't handle the Cowboys at that time. Jordan Love was great in this postseason. Brock Purdy has been even better. He has been, and you don't want to admit it because he beat your team. 
I would happily admit it if it was true. Okay. I, I, I happily I, wh- would. Why, like, wh- why do you not like this guy? Like, <laughs> I don't not like this guy. Okay. This, this, this is the problem. This is the problem. I say someone's good. You demand me to say great. I won't budge off good. And all of a sudden, I don't like this guy. That's, that's weird. That's weird. The way that I'm being painted for being anti-Brock Purdy is weird. Because I, I'm, I'm just saying the things Bart, that, that he's doing Bart, wrong, and the, all you guys are saying, no, those things don't wait, count wait. because he ran fun. The machine you designed that you take so much pride in that, that people love, by the way, in the Bartometer, it comes out as Brock Purdy number seven, and the only fig, and there's some guys that are too high on that list. That should not be number five. But the only name you have in capital letters happens to be Brock Purdy. If that's not leading the witness, I don't know what is. You're leading a charge of Brock Purdy being overrated. I'm not saying you're being cruel towards Brock. Yeah, but I don't agree with the Brock. Bartometer's ranking of Bar- Brock Purdy. You have to capitalize so, his name. Yeah, like, come on, Bartlett. That just... is irrelevant. Should I redo the tweet? No, you shouldn't redo the tweet. But when you're talking about Brock Purdy, even when you say he's good, you don't say that in a positive manner. You say, like, he's good. Like, you don't even He's good. Him... He's good. He's good. Okay, well, that— see, He's you... good. Oh. He's good. But you, but you see, now you're even saying that sarcastically. Like, you don't want to give this guy his due. T- t- that's, t- tell that's me how to say it. Tell me how to say Brock, it. You say it how you want it to say it. Put it through an AI machine with my voice Brock, yeah. and then have that kick out. Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. That's Brock the, Purdy's a good quarterback. Okay. That's the best you've done with Brock Purdy in terms of really reasoning to what he is. I gave a 10-minute speech the other night saying everything he did well. Okay. And then, and then, you, and then you follow that up by saying, see, now i got to really tell you how he plays. You couldn't just leave it there. No, I didn't. To, you kind of did. I kind of did not, actually. Bart, I'm with you every show. I know how critical you are of this guy. Bart, here, here's my thing. If you think I'm off base, please talk to people that are calling into the show if you are being unfair towards Brock Purdy. We all can't be wrong here. I'm not wrong about how he's played in the postseason. <laughs> okay. Do, do you guys just, like, block out the, like, this is the the whole turnaround because he threw it off a Lions player's helmet. You guys just blocked that out. It's one play, Bart. Like, oh my God! Like, if everyone focused on the one play, Eli Manning wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame because that defined his career. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. It is time for an update with Marco Belletti. We will get back to the phone calls as we discuss ad nauseum Brock Purdy. It, it really, it's one of the great debates of my career. I. <laughs> I call him good, but I don't call him great. And I'm trashing him. Interesting. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. Portion of the show brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now. Get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. We're talking quarterbacks in the NFL, where they rank, who's top 10, Who's on the outside looking in? Tony is in Baltimore. Tony, what's up with you, my man? What's going on, Bart, man? Oh, hey. man, I, I'm, I'm having a good day, good night. Just got off of work. Is um, it the weekend or I, you got one more day? I got one more day, one more day. 
One I more day. Three, three to eleven shift, so I'm just getting off. All right. Okay. What's up? But uh, the list, I understand it's the bottom meter, and I understand that everybody has their own opinion of quarterback. I mean, but we all can agree that Mahomes is number one, and then you can argue about the next. But I agree with everybody, but I really feel that where Dak Prescott is, that's where it gets shaky. Cause I think Dak that, was at number five on the top right, ten list from the Bardo meter. That's kind of tough. And I want to say this, too, for the thing about you and Shep, I lean more to the side of you, Bart. He's good, but yeah, you got to show me more because Jimmy G got there, too. I mean, well, I just want what I really want in the Super Bowl. I'll tell you. Oh, did you hear that? Oh, yeah, but okay, but Jalen Hurts Glass. and probably Purdy should go over that. But this is my problem with the rookies. I think you should at least have two years of experience. I think it's too early for Jordan Love with his first year starting. And uh, uh, C.J. Stroud, not just yet, to put them over some guys that have a at least a history of consistently going to the playoffs. I mean, because you look, I would put them over somebody like Justin Herbert, who doesn't do anything. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I, he was called I empty calories. Say- Somebody called him uh, empty calories. That was uh, yeah, one hundred. Yeah, one hundred called him empty calories. Yes. <laughs> right when people are sitting there judging Lamar Jackson over his playoff wins, like, come on. And I do want to say this to my Ravens fans. Hey, man, we had a bad game. We lost. It's okay. We come back. Everybody is crying and giving up. It's a sad week in Baltimore this week. But we'll be back. That comes with the territory. You win some and you lose some. But at the end of the day, even with Lamar and his playoff experience, this is his third offensive coordinator. Yeah. One of those times with this playoff record. He's had three different offensive coordinators. And each each time he's been to the playoffs. So, you know, give him a little bit of time, Baltimore. Don't give up on him. We're still getting this offense and this team together. And at the end of the day, what you're saying about being a, a disappointment, like, okay, there's only one team. It's going to be 31 teams that it's a disappointment because the goal for everyone is to win the Super Bowl. But yeah. If you can at least get to the championship team game, I see that as an accomplishment. And that's why I feel Purdy and Jalen Hurts should go higher on the list because I can remember this time last year they were people were saying that Jalen Hurts was better than Lamar Jackson and now he's dropped down to 10 in one year I mean he did have a bad yeah I mean you know the team was bad but I still think Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback he made it to the Super Bowl that's the he did and I, I think he may may have outplayed Tony thanks for the call may have outplayed Mahomes in that game I thought Jalen Hurts should have been the MVP as the uh, losing quarterback of that one. My wish for this Super Bowl, well, I will have rooting interest based on where I place a few dollars, but I just I just want a clear game from Brock Purdy. I want to know either he has a really bad game uh, and they lose or he has a really good game and they win. I don't want a good game and they lose or a bad game and they win. I want a clear definition. Or we could not have one. And maybe that's just what Brock Purdy's career is going to be. Because the discourse on him's, you know, dumb. Because I, I, I do think there's a lot of people that are overhyping what he is. And I think there's a lot of people that are underselling what he is. The irony in this all is that I think, me personally, am exactly right. But isn't that why our opinions are our own? Is because that is what we think. Robert is in Maryland. Hey, Robert. 
good if, uh, good evening now, or good morning, I guess. But I'm going to go back to your original topic of the commander's hire of Dan Quinn with this anecdote. Decades ago, when I was a mere lad, my parents went out one Saturday to get a family car, and as I waited by the window for them to return in a shiny new convertible, they pulled up in a used station wagon with black wall tires. So although I was disappointed, that vehicle actually turned out to be the right selection for what we needed. So that very well may be the the result, uh, because there's so much to be done uh, with the commanders that I think a veteran, experienced coach is better suited for that than one of these newer, up-and-coming uh, geniuses. I think now, one uh, gripe with that, though. I got if I may. Yes, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kicking you off just yet. But um, I think one gripe with that, Robert, is that they already had that kind of guy in Ron Rivera, and they're just getting like a a different version of the same thing. And I know these guys are different and and that, but that that's an initial complaint that I've seen. Okay, on the Brock Purdy now, maybe well, it is well before your time. But if the 49ers win the Super Bowl and Brock Purdy is named MVP. I'm going to redo the lyrics. You ever heard of an uh, English singer from the 60s named Donovan? Donovan. Yeah, Lee? Donovan, yeah. Remember a song called The Hurdy Gurdy Man? Uh, yes. He had a song, The Hurdy Gurdy Man. I'm going to redo the lyrics uh, and come out with The Hurdy Purdy Man. So we'll... Uh, Try to have that ready for you should that uh, occur in the Super Bowl. Okay, then you have to you have to follow up on that now. If that happens, you have to do that. Gertie, man, the singing song. Oh, I, I, okay, yeah. <laughs> there you. All right, Robert. Well, I look forward to that if they win. All right, thanks for taking the call. All right, that's Robert, and uh, let's get to John here in South Carolina. Hey, John. Hey guys, good show. It's always fun to listen to you guys. Uh, as far as you guys talk about that football game, it's like you guys are uh, witnesses to a car accident and the police pull you in separate rooms for the details. <laughs> and you both come up with totally different stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is, yeah. On Bartometer, on your Bartometer, it, you could come up, every GM and every NFL head coach could come up with the top 10 list and actually rank the guys and agree on them in the top 10 and still somebody would call in and explain why they're wrong. So you can't win on a, a list like that. You're just going to get the criticism. And on Purdy, way too young. I mean, yeah, he's good, and, I, you know, that's all I'm going to say. you got to also consider the team he's on. He's got an MVP running back, whatever you want to call him. He's got a team that when the true test of Purdy is going to come when they have to pay him the big money as a quarterback. If he and that's saying he keeps on winning until he gets to that level in the next two three years, and he loses all his good players around him because of the salary cap hits, and every team goes into a dip. Normally, their cycles. And if he's still really good, then that hits and brings him somewhere. Then you can start talking about him being like great, great, and above beyond, and all that other stuff. Two years in on the team he's on. Way too soon, way weighted as far as skill set needed to run that team. Uh, two weeks ago, they were complaining he might be a game manager. Now he's the next coming of, you know, yeah, Mahomes and Brady and not even two full years in. I mean, come on. These guys that love him to death, fine, but let's put a little reality into the sand. Hey, I appreciate you listening. I'll, I'll listen after and take it off the air if you don't mind. Yeah, John, thanks for the call. I, I you know, I, I think like with Purdy, 
Um, he does have a very good team. He's got very good weapons around him. And that doesn't mean that he doesn't have any skill either. I think I, based on Jordan Love, you want to bring up Jordan Love again? Jordan Love at the beginning of the year was playing pretty well early. And then there were some weeks where it wasn't what you would want to see if you were the Packers front office. The last eight weeks of the season into the Dallas game, he had a run almost unlike anything the Packers have ever seen. There was some Rodgers runs, sure, some Favre runs, sure, but this was, it, was a, it was a very good run. But what else happened in that time? The receivers stopped running the wrong routes, stopped dropping passes. Aaron Jones came back from injury in that time and was ripping off 100 yards a game. And then Jordan Love was able to maximize his talents to go along with everybody else who was playing up a level as well. You know, high tide lifts all boats. And so I think that when you look at the rest of the guys on the 49ers, yes, he's got a very good team around him. I don't think Brock Purdy's in any discussion if he's on the worst team in the league. I I don't think that he's in that category. Maybe a guy like Lamar and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, they are, but I don't think we're there with Brock Purdy. But if you take his skill and put it with the guys that also have skill, that's going to elevate his skill and allow him to succeed. I I think that's that's the thought I have with the weapons around him. Like they make him better, he makes them better, vice versa. It's a it's a two-way street there. But to just say that he is the reason they're good, I, I honestly think that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. He's a reason. He's not the reason. CBS Sports Radio.